Hello everyone, I'm Derek, your delinquent dungeon master. We have an intro episode if you want to listen to that first to get to know us a bit better, and if you don't, I won't hold it against you. Welcome to the Adventures of Novus, presented by Damn Gaming. Our social media are in the notes, and we're just going to jump right into episode one and take you to the world of Novus. In Novus, there is no pandemic, no wives, and no kids. And unfortunately for me, no Call of Duty. It's the setting for our tabletop RPG using the Pathfinder rules format. The story starts in a large magical forest known as the Adivan. When you picture the Adivan, it's easiest to start by imagining, let's just say, the Amazon. A big, diverse forest full of jungle and different uh, ecosystems. And there are areas more dangerous than others. In this forest, the largest civilization is a human one known as Guarians with forest gnomes also being a large portion of the inhabitants. Depending on where you're from, or what race you are in the world of Novus, you may think of the human nation called Gwer as filthy brainless savages, angry forest humans, the only bodyguards worth gold, landlubbers, or faithful allies. For the first time in their history, this normally secluded nation is asking for help from the outside world. This brings us to a warm, beautiful, sunny afternoon. For the super nerds out there, it's 8th of Gosran. For the newer nerds, that's equivalent to April 8th. We come to a pair of twin gondolas, which are paddling up a wide and slow river. This river is called Three Rivers, and the boats are traveling north from a town called Trader's Haven. The river acts like a border for the eastern side of the Adivan, and Trader's Haven is a town on the very southern eastern tip of the forest. There are so-called heroes on these gondolas. They are all here after receiving or hearing about a letter sent out to the nations outside of the forest. This letter reads, It is in the shadow of the Mother of Souls that I write this most important letter at the behest of our wise and noble leader, Chieftain Smarg Underbite. The impervious nation of Gwer must extend an invitational branch outside the revered Adivan in the hopes it reaches a hero capable of finding our beloved and missing princess. Princess Gertrude Underbite has been missing for over a month without a word or a trace. The reward for a safe return of the princess is 2,000 unclipped gold coins. If that is not convincing enough, I heed you to remember that favors to Gwer create parting branches in the Adivan. Make haste to Trader's Haven. Present this letter for free passage to Gwer, and you'll be led to me for more information. That letter is signed, Elder Griff of the Dragon Clan. I honor the plant, I revere the tree, and I cherish its branches. <laughs> Just picture everybody running in with like one of those little things they rip off at like a dorm. Uh, yeah, a little board. tag. little yeah. tag. Yeah. I got a ticket. I got a ticket. Hey, I want to go on an adventure, guys. Yeah. Save the princess. Yeah. That letter may or may not be fresh in your mind as you float up the wide and calm river. The three rivers may flow slowly, but you observe and feel a strength in the river. As you look at it, you can see it's reflecting the trees above. It flows with confidence amid rays of mellow sunlight slipping through the canopy of trees bordering each side of the river, which can span anywhere from 20 to 80 feet throughout its entire length and it is 60 feet at its deepest points. You do see the odd boat as you travel the river, some gondolas full of supplies and makeshift boats on their own errands, maybe fishing or doing their own thing. 
Birch, aspen, and oak trees stand tall, competing for space, but not too much space so that the smaller plants may thrive as well, as a fine community of flora and fauna are spread throughout. Together, it was all perfection for the two Guarian guides managing the gondolas with their special paddles called forcolas. They paddle together in almost perfect unison, side by side, and each boat has four passengers. On the gondola closest to shore on the western side, we have the stars of our show. When I point to your beautiful face, I want me to tell you your character's name, um, what your character looks like, and maybe just a little bit of what you were doing before answering the call to this adventure. You. My name is Travis. I spent this morning waiting down at the docks there to see kind of, because I, I, see, I live in Trader's Haven. So I, was, I spend most of my days going down to the docks because I'm really keen to go on this adventure. Want to get me some of that gold and maybe find some really strong allies. So I, I go down to the docks every morning to see who's who's shown up to answer the call. And lately it's been a bunch of duds, so I've never really gone on a ship. But today I saw some intriguing people board these ships and I thought maybe I could get a part of that. So I decided to go in. Um, yeah, I'm a, a human, a little, little short guy. I'm a 4'11". I got kind of dirty, blonde, kind of sandy hair. But my beard is like kind of just scruffly and it's really dark. It's like black. So this little short guy wearing some kind of hide leather armor. I got a bow slung around my back and I got a, this uh, kind of hammer thing on my side. So it's, it's called an earth splitter. So that's my, my favorite weapons of choice. Yeah, so that's, that's Travis Manson. Okay, and also for my beautiful super nerds out there, Depending on how well you know Pathfinder, you might notice something about Travis. That's all I'm going to say. But just know that something might come up about what you may have noticed. And uh, you're a real nerd if you notice it. All right. Now. What are you getting at? You. Yes. This is Crick on this part of the world. Uh, I am a scarred witch doctor, half orc. I come from the town of Blarkstown. It's very far to the east through the mountains, far, far away. Uh, the ancestors, they have given me a quest to come tell the humans of their impending doom. So here I am. Nobody along the way so far listens, but I think uh, after my new friend Anders here, who you're just about to meet, he, he seems a good fellow. And these, uh, this princess, she seems like she needs saving. Perhaps they'll listen to us once this happens. So it's time to adventure. What do you look like? Uh, Crick is a, about 5 feet 10 inch. Not particularly a big man for half-orc, but he does okay. I wear a <laughs> large wooden mask on my face to cover it all. Uh, when I now have my mask, it's a much more like greasy black hair that I pull back over top of my head and down, and it goes down to about shoulders. If you know John Travolta... In Pulp Fiction, it's much like this. I have scars this way and that on my body. This is part of what I do to learn my spells and my abilities. I wear robes, I, that I, ceremonial robes from my clan. They are dark red with black uh, surrounding. And this is what I carry along with this short spear. Beware all my foes. Okay, and finally... You. Right, so my name's Anders, and uh, I'm uh, around six foot three, I guess you could say. 200 pounds. Tank of a man, if I may say so myself. 
And, uh, up until about a week ago, I was uh, enjoying myself in my private shack in the woods, trying to forget me troubles. Enjoying yourself? Yeah, I was enjoying myself. I got nothing else to do. What are you judging? Were you laying on hands? Yeah. I don't know that yet. <laughs> Not until next level. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so one night I got myself a little uh, too drunk and I woke up in the company of this strange fellow here. Wouldn't stop <laughs> blathering on and on about going into town for some reason or another. I figured, well, I need more booze and it'll probably get him to shut up. So uh, <laughs> off we went. And here I am. Where's my fucking booze? And what do you look like? Oh, I, I told you I'm six foot three. No, like pounds. what armor are you wearing? Uh, what, well, what weapon are you so doing? I've got chain mail, uh, you know, uh, cold, uh, the hell was it? Cold forged, great sword, two-handed, 2D6. Plus <laughs> 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 and... Uh, yeah, I'm rather haggard. You know, I, I am hungover. I have not been taking care of myself very well. You'll find out why later, I'm sure, if I live that long. Because you are a tortured crusader. Yes, I'm tortured. Quite tortured. The you would be too class. if you've seen what I've seen. Yes. All right. That's all. Yeah, that's great. So you have met your boat captain, Captain Akimbo, while embarking um, at Trader's Haven. He is a man of few words and has a constant hard expression. He is naked except for a dress of dried grasses around his waist. Akimbo makes a signal with one free hand to the other captain, who is hard to tell apart from Akimbo himself. A sparrow flies over the boat as the other captain sends back the briefest of nods in answer with a similar hard expression on his face. You've yet to make introductions with this other group on the other boat, but it's easy enough to tell that it's another adventuring party answering the call. And they definitely look more impressive than you guys, as you are a very young and new adventuring party. So on the other boat, you notice that there is a halfling man dressed in leathers with a lute on his back and a handsome face. There is way a... Way more impressive than our boat. Oh, way more <laughs> impressive. This lute is, yeah, the, it's a lustrous lute. Yeah. Also, the boat and boat captain are both more impressive than yours. Like, really, there's just nothing impressive. What <laughs> Even you guys, the boat yeah, captain? you guys are just like the B team. They got They're a just like, package. Yeah, the just in case, like the Plan B. We'll call you guys your group name, Plan <laughs> B. <laughs> this is the best plan. Okay. The B sharps. Uh, there's a paladin-looking character, a man dressed in beautiful full-plate white armor, with a two-hand sword on his back. And uh, there is a hooded wizard-like character with a staff and a fancy cloak, which is a female. Also a female ranger with branches for hair and typical ranger garb. This just leaves one person on your boat. Mm. A younger-looking woman. She is in earth-toned traveling clothes with a black hooded cape that covers as much of her face as possible. She has a medium-sized sack next to her, and it is placed defensively between her and the three of you as she sits at the front of the boat. She doesn't meet your eyes, but when you see a bit of her face, the color of her skin seems almost like sickly with a, a slight green tinge to it. You've been traveling peaceful now for a couple hours. What have you guys been doing or thinking as you travel? We have been traveling with this girl for a few hours? Yes, and she has not looked at you. If you looked at her, she looked away. Yeah, it seems like she's as far to the front of the boat as possible. I wish to speak with this woman. Yeah, you can definitely speak with her. 
but um, she is recognized as um, hostile to you, so you will have to roll a diplomacy check. You being everyone? Whoever wants to talk to her. Excuse me, young girl. Do I even know if she's young? I don't know, but I call her this. I roll very poorly. So it's a four. (laughs) Okay, a four (laughs) diplomacy. You walk over and fart. (laughs) So this half-orc witch doctor with a giant mask approaches, a wooden mask, approaches Claire. And um, what do you say? Excuse me, young woman. What is your name? Uh, hmm. Uh, it's Claire. Ah, yes, Claire. Very nice name. I am Crick. Okay. Your skin looks similar to my own. Your mask is ugly. Yes, yes, very ugly. I, I most agree. And she, like, looks away from you. Here, I show you more. And I, I, I lift off part of the mask to kind of let her examine it. She, I take it as a bit of a compliment that she's saying it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of grabs her sack and, like, slinks back from you. Hmm. That's nice, I guess. I thought you said ugly. Now you say nice. Eh, it's okay. I keep this. So, uh, what are you doing here with with uh, with us on this boat? You come adventuring? Come to save the princess? Uh, I just want to help. Excellent, yes. This is what we do, too. My tall friend over here, Anders. It's a very large man. Don't get me involved unless you've got any booze in that sack. Um, no. Can you guys just, like, leave me alone? Mm, no, it's a very small boat, and uh, we adventure together, no? You don't have consent. But for for adventure? I don't know what kind of adventure you're talking about. Uh, save the princess, slay the dragon, these words, you know? Yeah, you guys should go do that. Yes? She kind of just, like, slinks away from you. I turn around and, like, I, I walk toward Hello Travis. There. And we've actually, sorry, we've, we've actually never met. Yeah. Don't assume you know me. <laughs> All right, then. So I, I'm like, Anders, I don't know this girl. She not like me very much. How about you, small human? What's your name? Oh, hey. Uh, didn't think anybody was going to be talking on this trip, but <laughs> my name's Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help notice your little debacle there. Yes, I, I know. Not sure what her, her, her matters is. It's, you know, I'll, I'll try to talk up a bit. It's okay. The, the mask, it can, it, can, it can throw people off. Uh, what's your name, friend? I'm Crick. Crick, oh. That's an original name, I like that. Okay. I'm from very far from here, so maybe more common there than for other names here. Oh, far away. Well, I've only ever been here, so I don't know much about the outside world over there. <laughs> and then you said the big guy's name. His name is Anders. Anders, right. Anders, okay. Great, well, yeah, you guys are coming here on the adventure, right? We go to save the princess. Oh, great. Okay, well, you guys look strong. He's very strong. I'm happy to have you along. You look familiar. Have I, have I seen you around town here before? Yeah. What town? The Trader's Haven. We, we, we were just there. Is that where we were? Yeah, well, <laughs> well I'm at the bar every night, so I, I, I thought I might have seen you, but I don't remember most of those nights. Sounds about right. You want to go back? 
I think no, it turns Andrew, out that they, no. they know each other like they've been like seen each other like every night for the past three years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no three idea. years they just get blackout drunk and re-meet each other every time. And the bartender's like, you guys do this every fucking night. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Now Anders, no, we don't we don't go back. Remember, we go to save the princess and much glory and friendship. This is what we do. We save the humans. You're the human. Yeah, I was a human. No, you still are. <laughs> it just sounds like a lot of work. Yes, yes. It will be glorious work. And this boat's moving left and right, back and forth. It's not doing very good with I me. I think you must have another drink and coffee. I would yourself. love to. <laughs> Across on the other boat, you see the, uh, the halfling with the loot on his back just swilling down this flask. Look at that son of a bitch over there. <laughs> they think they're better than us. They got that paladin with his fancy white armor. And their flowing booze. And their elite boat captain. Yes, he looks very clean. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good attribute, Dave. Clean. So, uh, if you don't mind, maybe, maybe I can go talk to Claire. Yes, I think this is maybe good. She, do. she doesn't like the mask, though, so don't wear the mask. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was going to ask to wear it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. I'll just, I'll, okay, no mask, no mask. Okay. Um, so I'd like to walk up to Claire. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to go talk to her and be like, <clears throat> well, sorry about that a little earlier there. Friends got a little, little talky sometimes, but, you know, I can understand it's, it's it's a thrilling adventure to be on. Uh, so we just wanted to... Uh, he's just concerned about you, I'm sure, because he wants to make sure that, you know, you can defend yourself out here. We might need to rely on each other. So we, we just wanted to learn who we were with. Yeah. All right. You can roll a diplomacy plus two. Ooh. Um, 16. So 16. So with this diplomacy check, you're coming across much more inviting than the scary half-orc witch doctor with the mask. I pay close attention and to not even look or mention the sack when I'm talking to her. Yeah, okay. Eye, con eye contact. Perfect. Women always appreciate that. So... So do men. Um, you can see, like, her shoulders that are kind of, like, tightening up, loosen up a little bit. And she goes, um, okay. What, what is your name? Oh, sorry. My name's Travis. You can call me Travo or Trava or Travington or something. Like, <laughs> whatever you want, really. Travington. Travington. <laughs> okay, Travington. I do prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom used to call me Travington. Um, what can I do for you, Travington? Like I said, I just wanted to get you to know you. You said your name's Claire. I, I, I overheard when you were talking with Crick there. Yeah, my name's Claire. Well, what brings you here, Claire? I want to help the princess. That's what we're doing, too. So, I mean, do you have a plan? Have you, have you ever been to these woods before? Um, no, I've always lived in a small town my whole life, by Dark Lake. My father died, so now I'm by myself, so I need money. And the princess visited when I was very young, and she was very nice to me. Wow. I've never met anybody royal. Probably burp. You're funny, Travington. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you you enjoying the ride, Claire? Do you, have you been on a boat like this before? No, I'm very uncomfortable. I've never been outside my town before. Oh, 
Well, I mean, if you have any questions, I, I kind of know the areas. You could you could ask me. Uh, heck, I could help take you around once we get there too. I mean, I've, I'm I'm looking for some really strong friends, and I'm going to travel with these two. Maybe. I mean, they look pretty strong. I I just I don't know. I don't really trust people that well. And Akimbo said he's going to bring me there. I don't really know why I need you guys. Okay. Well, you've seen this guy. Look at the other boat captain. Who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, right. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm not no. even talking. No, he he says that like Crick standing beside. What? What are you? Like, what, what makes you think of other boat captain? I, I, we we're just standing here at the yeah. other end of the boat. Anders is just like trying to like hide the sun, and he's, he's just like, like sweating, yeah. and there's like a lot of fish. noise going on. He's talking to the fish. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps if you if you ask Look. nicely, the young, the nice halfling man across the way. Maybe he throws you some of his alcohol, and you're a more calm, sensible person. Do I have the charisma to do that? I could try, I guess. Anybody I guess has I would charisma to try. I would be like, words. give me the booze, please. Just roll, please. Keep rolling 20s. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to interrupt the flow of the story. No. Interrupt away. Yeah. I'm kind of just stalling until I can figure I can ask her about her sack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe that's a good segue. I'll ask the guy for the booze, and then maybe that'll give you a reason to ask if you have any booze in the sack. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Clay, Clay, you got something in that sack worth a note? I mean, you, you keep it pretty tight. I, I, I don't want to be intrusive. It's just, it's it's such a curiosity to me. I wonder what's in there. It can be so exciting. Uh, something, something creepy like a couple of severed heads or something, you know, funny like a bunch of clown heads. You have quite the imagination, Travington. But they're just mirrors. Oh. That is not what I expected you to say. Are you scared they're going to get broken? No, I just, I just, I'm very protective of just my stuff, and okay. I don't just trust things around me right now. Well, I mean, if it's if it's a vanity thing, could I could I already tell you it looked pretty good? Um, gross. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need anything, uh, just call on old Travington. Thank you, Travington. And then she's like, she's a little bit more, you know, loosened up, but she's still like, like yeah. enjoy your she's a nervous young girl traveling for the first time from mm -hmm. a small village. There's a half orc witch doctor with a scary mask. There's a naked man paddling the boat with just a dried skirt. She's just sitting right below him. Just looking. Yeah. <laughs> Although Travington or Travis, I guess now <laughs> is uh, the most normal looking person as I'm sure that Anders is not really visually appealing right now to a young woman. There may or may not be, like, dried vomit on my <laughs> yeah. chain. Yeah. <laughs> well, she wasn't into me, so you know, that could be her thing. Yeah. On the other boat, there is a small commotion. You can see the halfling character stand up and start swatting with his hands all around, against his face, on his shoulder, on his chest, and then sit down again in a huff. I want everyone to roll me... A perception check. Ooh. So what are everyone's numbers? 14. 14? Crick has 12. 12? I got the 20. You got the 20. Not an Addy 20, but 20 with the modified. It doesn't matter. So with a 20, Travis, you detect that the boats become a little bit more rocky all of a sudden. As you hear... The halfling with the loot, also known as a bard, start to talk. He goes, what's this, eh? No one told me there'd be bugs all about. Smack, he smacks another one. 
I don't know why I agreed to this, yeah? Into the damn cursed forest? How come they don't bite him, huh? And he points to his boat captain. He just got a bit, a bit of leaves on. Think the women dress like that, huh? Ho ho, you should be honoring these people, Bort. We are their guests, says the man dressed in paladin armor with the symbol of a sword and sun, indicating that he is a follower of Iomade, his god. I don't know, like, have you seen the way they follow Phrasma, though? Says the woman with the wizard gear. It seems like they don't understand. And as the female was just about to complete her sentence, two huge crocodiles burst from the water and attack their gondola. Roll for initiative. Initiative indicates how fast the players will react to the situation and start a combat order. Okay, so I'm now going to need everyone's initiative roll, their roll to see how fast they are going to act in combat as these large crocodiles have attacked the boat with the other adventurers on it. Five. Five for Anders. Five. What did Crick get? Very poor. With a plus seven, I have nine. Nine for Crick. What did Travis get? Travis rolled a 14, no, 15, sorry, for a 19 total. So we have placed the minis on the board. I have rolled the initiative for all the other characters involved. And we are now going to start our very first combat. So the crocodiles and um, as well as Travis and Akimbo, your boat driver, all rolled enough of a perception to join the surprise round. They kind of got what was going on. And in the surprise round, normally you get a, let's say normally a movement action and an attack action. Instead in the surprise round, you just get one action. So the crocodiles both attack the gondola. They attack the shiny boat. I'm kind of hoping that whole boat sinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't want to shoot them because then they'll just turn and might come for us. Yeah, I feel like this is uh, uh, like you know, like in Pokemon, you have like your your the person you're up against or your your rival. The trainer battle. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, not even the trainer battle. There's just like your rival. Yeah. I feel like these are our rivals, and if they just get sunk right off the bat, I mean, I think we just win the game. Yeah. So the crocodiles both attack the gondola. And the gondola sinks. Start, it just breaches with water and is going to start to sink. Um, what does Travis do? I look to Akimbo and I'm like, what the fuck should I do? <laughs> like, do you want me to like fight these things or? I say, we must save the other group. That's all I need. <laughs> Pull out a shot. Yeah. And just launch uh, my shot. Launch the shot at the closest crocodile? This, yeah, the one that's got his... The, yeah, the closest one on the sort of the starboard side. No, port side. All right, port side crocodile. So roll your attack. Longbow. Oh, that's not very good. 12. Is it flat footed? So they have acted, so they're not flat footed. And 12 is not enough to breach their hide armor. Okay. So Akimbo is just going to jump in the water. Madman. Wow. This is a true hero. And he's going to attempt to grapple the crocodile in the water. Kimbo, I think this is a poor choice of things to do. Maybe he'll jam his thumb up its butt and see how it plays out. 
That is how you normally take care of crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he does not beat the crocodile's CMD check, meaning that he does not manage to grapple the crocodile. And now we will start at the top of the order, round one. Nice. So first to act is Gaston, the paladin on the other boat for round one. And Gaston is in full plate armor. The water is 60 feet deep here. <laughs> and as the boat breaches, he just starts floating down. He panics and attempts a swim check, but fails miserably. <laughs> Second act, we have Alicia, the female ranger, and she's going to attempt a swim check. Oops. Which she also fails. So she is going to be essentially just floating. She's not, she didn't go under the water, but she is failing to swim anywhere. So their boat sunk that fast. Oh, it was like bitten in half by two large crocodiles. Okay. Yeah. I misunderstood the danger of that situation. Yeah. Coordinated crocodiles. Yeah, right. Sons of bitches. <laughs> it was an inside job. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> One of them is a crocodile. The wizard passes her swim check, and she is going to start moving towards you guys in the shallower water. I hope she has booze. Anders, you must be a better person. I know you have it in you. <laughs> this is no time to think about booze. It is now Travis's turn. Um, all right, I don't want to shoot into that melee because that's a lot of other stuff. I might hit somebody I don't want. I'm going to five foot adjust over and help this lady up into the boat. Travis, if you shoot the things, I save the girl. Okay, I thought it might be stronger. Okay. You're much stronger, but she's just a smaller looking person. I think I can do it. Okay, I'm gonna shoot this guy. Like, <clears throat> sorry, the boat was rocking a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna fire again then. Longbow! Oh, that's better, 17. 17 hits! Yeah, wait, minus four because it's into combat, so. 13. 13. No, plus one because he's within 14. Is that enough? 14 final answer? 14 is final answer because he's within 30 feet. 14 hits. Yes! Okay. Nice. Because um, I have point blank shot. Mm. Six damage from my arrow. Plus? I mean plus. You have point blank shot. Oh, plus one. So we have seven. <laughs> so seven points of damage as this arrow sticks right into this crocodile's back. And then we have... First blood. The other captain... And the other captain is also going to attempt a swim check. He passes. And he is going to swim towards the other crocodile and attempt to grapple it. And fails miserably. <laughs> Gives himself a hug. I feel like grappling crocodiles in the water <laughs> is not a winning choice. So, Travis might know, but less so Anders and Crick that the people of Guire are, they're forest humans. They're very connected to animals and the forests. And um, like Travis, in your whole time working in Trader's Haven, you have never heard of a Guarian ship in the river being attacked by animals. It just, they, it just doesn't. They live in harmony in this forest. So yeah, Travis would know that definitely uh, this is a very rare occurrence. Like you would know that other people's ships may have rarely been attacked, but never a Guarian ship. Is usually like bandits or something like that? Like, yeah, like exactly. Doing it, not exactly. Like, or they might stare you down even. You're not Guarian, right? 
Yeah. But um, the fauna would never. You you were born and raised in this forest, so you know you know the areas not to take those chances in. And this is definitely a safe area. This is a a highly trafficked area of the river that supplies Trader's Haven with goods from the Guarian City. So you would suspect that the captains of the boat don't want to kill these crocodiles. So maybe that is why they're grappling them. Mm. So wanna, next up they, they is, question them. <laughs> yeah. is Akimbo, and he will try to grapple again. He gets two turns before I get a turn. He, he had a surprise round. round. Oh. Yeah. And it was just one move. I guess... Uh, he shouldn't have been able to grapple that first time. Yeah. It was a surprise round. It was a move. Well, he didn't do it anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. All he did was move up. Our shitty boat captain. So I just cut it out after I up, said move up. <laughs> and he prepared to grapple. <laughs> I ready a grapple. And he successfully grapples the portside crocodile with the arrow sticking out. It is now Crick's turn. Uh, first, I can see the crocodile, so I want to make a knowledge nature check on it. Okay. I finally have my first dice roll that is not garbage. So, a 26. A 26 will get you two pieces of information. Ooh. What would you like to know specifically? I want to know. What are its terms? You want to know its vulnerabilities, its action uh, potential? Perhaps I want to know its life story and why it's here in the first place, attacking these boats when it does not, should not be doing these things. The crocodile's like, finally, someone's just asking me instead of just trying to kill me all the time. Do you have to cast comprehend languages for that? Uh, yes, I think I have this spell as well. But, the, uh, the crocodile speaks common. He pulls out a lazy boy chair and starts puffing up a cigar. He goes, all, it all started when I was an egg. I had very little chance since the beginning. My mother barely even protected me as I was, I was left out litter. in the lake. I was the runt of the litter. No, so you will find out that the crocodiles themselves have a ability that they can grab you with their mouth and either drown you or, as they grapple you, or um, they can also do a move called a death roll. <laughs> sound like very bad things. Yeah. Um... Obviously, they can hold their breath for a really long time. Um, they ha they're very fast on land or water. Are they vulnerable to any things? It actually doesn't say that they're vulnerable to anything. So all damage is just normal against these guys. Okay. Well, with this wonderful knowledge ahead of us, uh, Anders, perhaps you shall save the girl since you're a very large man. And you can bring her onto the boat. You must do this. She will die without you. And then I, All right. will, then I will waggle my fingers a bit and begin casting a spell. It's a full round action, though, so it's going to be a while. Okay, so that's your turn as you begin casting a spell. And then we have Bort, who will attempt his swim check. He passes, so he's gonna go right next to the lady, trying to get to your boat. Two, yeah, th he gets three. Um, he her. actually only gets two because okay. he is a halfling. Twenty feet. Okay. Yeah. And then we have Anders' turn. Right, so I better save this uh, 
this lass in the water. Yeah, you can um, move over and grab her and pull her in the boat if you like. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely a very strong dude. I suppose I can't reach around her to the halfling what has the booze. <laughs> Throw me the booze, you'll never make it. <laughs> he just like pushed her out of the way. <laughs> Did you save the booze? <laughs> Is there anything left in the flask? <laughs> All right, so you use your turn to move to the to her and pull her in the boat. Yeah, it's the honorable thing to do. All right, and then. Uh... It is the crocodile's turn. So the first alligator, the one, the port side one with the arrow sticking out, tries to reverse the grapple back onto Akimbo and fails. So Akimbo maintains control of the grapple. The secondary crocodile is going to swim away from the other captain towards port. Past these guys? Yep. Okay, how far can you move? They can move 40 feet in water, so. But can it go over where the boat was? Yes, it can, it can swim to them, yeah. Does, it can definitely swim under. They the weren't yeah. swimming because oh, yeah. they, so. they were going under. Does he get an attack of opportunity or anything? Um, he would not take his attack of opportunity. Okay, one, yeah. two, three. Right to Bort. <clears throat> yeah, and is going to attempt a bite attack on Bort. Toss me the booze. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And misses its bite. So Bort just uh, does a little spin and roll and just misses the giant maws of this crocodile. He was a full-sized person. He would have got bit in half. Yep. So now we go back to the top of the order for Gaston. And Gaston falls down another 20 feet. Now he is 40 feet underwater. That guy's fucked. Yes, I think he's very much dead. He can, how long can he hold his breath? It's constitution based, isn't he it? He can hold his breath for twice his constitution in, in rounds. rounds. So he's got a 14 constitution. So 28 rounds. Not that Travis knows this, uh, but <laughs> Nick can know that he can breathe for 28 rounds. However, every time he attempts an action, he loses one of those. So he is losing he two loses. per round. Cool. Yeah. So you can see him, and he's like, basically, he's trying to take his armor off. It's, this water is clear enough that we can see down to him? Oh, yeah, it's very clear water. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, he's struggling, panicking, trying to take his armor off. So it is now the wizard's turn, and the wizard will act safely on the boat, thanks to Anders. So the wizard is going to move her hands together, and a glowing ball called Magic Missile is going to be launched at the crocodile with the arrow sticking out. So that's another four damage as a glowing sphere burns against the crocodile's back. And that uh, that alligator's definitely got some damage to it, but a lot of life left in it as well. Now, I'm not sure if it's a crocodile or an alligator, but they're going back and forth many times. Nah, I've seen these before. These are coals. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Well, they have a little pouch underneath. Yeah, I don't okay. know why I keep they're saying gonna, alligator. They can only eat you. Calyptus. <laughs> have have fun with the edit. I'm just gonna have to get you saying one word, and no, it's, no, it's obviously no, just, like, input over top. Block over crocodile. crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a little crackling, like yeah, shh. super rough edit. <laughs> crocodile. And it's him yelling from out of the room. It's like it's a fucking crocodile, yeah. <laughs> guys. Crocodile. So the ranger passes her swim check 
-hmm. and can move 15 feet. Yeah, right up to the edge of your gondola. And then it is Travis's turn. Well, I hit last time. Maybe we'll keep shooting at this crocodile. Yeah. Arrows away! That's not enough. Nope, okay. I, I have missed the crocodile. Travis misses as the arrow plunges into the water. Um, it is now the other captain's turn, and the other captain is going to swim check and fail. So he's just going to wade in the water there. And then it is Akimbo's turn. So Akimbo is going to attempt to maintain his grapple on the crocodile and attempt to move it away from everyone. I start chanting, Akimbo, Akimbo, Akimbo. I just want to chuck a crocodile, a giant, <laughs> or a large crocodile. I'll take back all those disparaging remarks I made about our boat captain. You didn't make any about him. And well, he actually succeeds. Right. You were, wow, he got it? Yeah, so Akimbo has this large crocodile and this man in this grass skirt swims the crocodile away 15 feet from you guys. Yeah, that's great. I'm sure I can hit it with my sword from here. That's that's great. Thanks. Crick's turn. My spell has finished its casting and now it fires out. Please have the other crocodile that's not been hit make a will save. Ooh, a 17 on the die, plus two, that's a 19. Yes, yes. This, of course, is more than enough. Okay. Even against Crick's powerful magics. So Crick attempts a spell on the crocodile, and the crocodile just shakes it off and just stares down his lunch. Yeah, I don't understand. I thought he should be falling asleep at this moment. It does not appear to be doing so. Anders, this girl you saved, yes? Yes. Good. You see this small halfling creature? It has the booze for you. You must save him as well. Do not go in the water. It is not a safe place for men of your large size. Well, you don't need to tell me twice. Uh, I will stand as far away from everything as I possibly can so that you all have the room. And perhaps there's no more captain in this boat, so... Can I toss somebody to the shore so we can make more room on this boat? This perhaps is an idea. Uh, are there any more gondolas anywhere, or is it just R2? It's just your one. Well, the one that's been sunk, yeah. But, like, were there any near us? Nope. Were there more? Also, originally? you are not as deep being closer to the shore as they are. So, in your area, you are about eight feet deep. So, okay. Yeah. And he had one of those flombards or flarchards or... It's called a forcola. Gondolas forcola. are paddled with forcolas. Okay, I want to pick up the forcola the yeah. and try to steer us towards the shallows. And try to steer towards the shallows. With no knowledge whatsoever of how to do these things. So since you don't have profession sailor, we can... We'll do a, maybe a strength check... I try that and get a two. You get a two. So you grab this paddle called a forcola and you just have like no idea how it really works. And you kind of just kind of splash it in the water a bit and don't get anywhere. You get the crocodile wet. Captains, please come back. Leave stupid crocodiles in the water. Let's go. We must leave. So now it is 
Bort's turn. He's just like, holy shit! He sees this huge crocodile that just had missed him and swims as fast as he can towards the ship and will incur an attack of opportunity from the crocodile. Uh-oh. Oh my god. So the crocodile barely misses Bort. <laughs> We're talking very small miss. And Bort manages to get the yeah, 10 feet. So now he's on the edge of the boat that's not sunk. We really don't have any room on this boat left. <laughs> so now it is Anders' turn. Right. Pass me the booze. <laughs> There's not enough time. Just throw it. There's like 10 feet of space right there. Pass me the booze. Just uncork it and power it down to my throat. Get me in the boat, eh? I'll give you whatever booze you want, eh? Uh, so there's no space. Am I able to throw one of these people? No, there's Can space. Can I swing him around? There, There is space. You can go up to the front here. Yeah, like yeah. Third. Yeah, there's space. 15, 20, they're 25 feet long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like, like, well, there's space on that boat for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't like the Titanic with the door. No. Because <laughs> that was bullshit. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, the door ain't going to be a boat. Right, so but these I, are not these are not doors. These are I, uh, gondolas. I once again rescue another uh, person from the water, as we have somehow managed to find an elevator in the fucking river for Anders. Great. <laughs> so there's no elevator in the water, but you do manage to pull the <laughs> halfling out of the boat Hi, mate, onto it. Is the metaphor? Yeah. I will not move anywhere, and I will not attack anything. I will stay here. <laughs> and rescue people like a good paladin. <laughs> so it is now the crocodile's turn. The one with the arrow sticking out of its back and burn hole from magic missile. The crocodile is going to attempt to take control of the grapple by swinging around and biting at Akimbo. Oof. And he does not. So Akimbo, he, he probably looks like a boss to you guys. Like this guy just literally leapt into the water, right against the two crocodiles, jumped on its back, wrestled control, defeated it for control, and is pulling it away from you guys. And this crocodile's trying to spin, bite, and do all these things. And Akimbo is just, whoa, whoa, doggy, whoa, whoa, crocodile. His wife just, is a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's practiced this maneuver He's one used too to, many times. Yeah. Uh, and then it is the other crocodile's turn who is going to start swimming towards the ranger? Yeah. Yeah, the ranger. That's not yet on the boat. And it's going to attack the ranger. And the crocodile will land a bite on the ranger. So the ranger was right next to the boat, almost on there, and she gets bit by this crocodile. Goodbye, fair maiden. It was good to be near your presence. And she will take... 10 damage, and she is now grappled. So you see this huge maw clamp on this female ranger, and she screams, Aah! and um, she's still alive, but now she's in this crocodile's mouth who is just thrashing her around with a firm grip. Does he get a free grapple check with his attack? Is that what it is or something? Yeah. Cool. Not cool for her. But... No, it was really unfortunate for her. So now it's this wizard. So she's going to do acid splash. And she's going to succeed in her touch attack for 1d3 points of acid damage. Range touch? Yep. Yeah. And she does three points of acid damage. Well, only 16 more of those to go. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you just pat her on the back. I saved the wrong person. <laughs> 
Now we're back to Travis. Well, I had hoped that some of these would be not in combat. I'm gonna move over. No, I'm still where I am. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna 30, still within 30 feet. So I'm gonna shoot at this guy who I've hit already. Okay. Because they're both in combat. Otherwise, I'm gonna shot the other one. Nope. Eight. All right. So Travis launches another arrow, which goes into the water again. I'm keeping track of my arrows. Don't and uh, the other boat captain is going to swim towards the crocodile that has the ranger in its mouth. So he'll get 15. Two, three. Yeah. Okay. He's right behind it. Oh, and he's got him. Yep. So he is going to, now that the crocodile has someone in its maw, he's going to attack. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to save the crocodiles up until they started biting. Yeah. Well, they're, they're also responsible for these people. So ideally, they would have wanted to just kind of drag these crocodiles away. Like Akimbo's do. Yeah. Like, basically, yeah. Exactly. Right. But now it's there's no hope of that, so... No hope. What no are you going to do? You're our last hope. It's our first natural 20. Oh, there it is! Oh, the elite gonna captain. going to to confirm. The shiny, good-looking captain. We don't know his name. Yeah. He's actually attacking or is he grappling? He was, he was attacking. He's attacking now. Yeah. Because he's grappled so lowered decks. That is not a confirmed <sighs> crit. <sighs> still yeah, hit. Still hit. Yeah, still hit. What is he what is he fighting with? He's just got a short sword. And he does seven damage. So <laughs> both crocodiles, if you observe them, are in a similar state of damage, but they still have a lot of life in them. It is Akimbo's turn, and he's going to try to do the same thing, just taking this alligator right out of the battle. Oh my god. Akimbo's rolling rocks. And he maintains that grapple, and he's going to um, move him another 15 feet away. So now Akimbo and that crocodile are south down that river, and they are 30 feet away from the combat with the first crocodile. Which way is the current flowing? The current flows from north to south. Oh, so we're going against the current. Yeah, okay. it's a very it's a very slow current though. Okay. It's like uh, imagine a very big, wide, slow-moving river. So technically, your boat even is moving slowly backwards. You're all moving slowly backwards, but like let's say every round, I think there's a chart and it's going to be five feet around that you guys are moving backwards. But we're not going to move everything on the table. They're all moving yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, the whole map is moving yeah, yeah. five feet backwards. This is relevant, exactly. It is now Crick's turn. Wow, these, these forsaken paddles do nothing. Hmm. Excuse me, wizard lady, move out of the way for the strong men's to bring in your friend. Uh, okay. This one? Yeah, you, she, she can't move she, yet. She can't She's going to have to move on her turn. Okay. When she, had her turn. Once she moves out of the way, Anders, you must reach over to grab the very nice looking person in the water from the jaws of the crocodile. You mean the one that's about to pop a clog and be eaten yes. by an alligator? And I mean crocodile. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and with this, uh, Crick points towards the crocodile that's in the water and casts a spell. What is your call? Make a will save. The one with the ranger in its mouth? Correct. He gets a 10. That's a failure. Uh, it is dazed for one Ooh. round. Okay. Does that break the grapple? 
No, because it's not stunned. So it is maintaining the grapple. So it just... it's unable to act normally. A dazed creature can take no actions, but has no penalty to AC. Dazed condition typically lasts one round. So it won't be able to do anything. Yeah, but it, it, if it can't can do an action, then it can't maintain the grapple on its turn. So it would... That's right. Yeah, okay. But it, yeah, it doesn't stop the action right now. Technically, she's still grappled for now. Until but... his turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It is now Bort's turn. <laughs> he has a Bort license plate around his neck. And um, Bort has some options here. Definitely wants to save his friend. He has a grungy paladin barking at him for alcohol. <laughs> um, is he in the boat now? He is in the boat now, so he, he can act normally. He can do a performance mm. to help you guys, but he can also cast sleep. This is an excellent spell, but I found it does not work on these crocodiles. Yeah. Perhaps that is just my own abilities. Well, Bort is quite confident, so I think he will attempt sleep, but that is a full. that's a full round action, so just for, for flavor, he's going to take out his loop and just be like, go to sleep, go to sleep, young crocodile. And that will be his turn. I like your song very much. I've heard better. Yes, Anders. <laughs> You have heard all of the good things. Speaking of hearing songs better, it is Anders' turn. Right. So uh, you want me to rescue the uh, the Chompton Half-Less? Now, I'm no grandmaster of physics or anything, <laughs> but uh, it seems that that crocodile's got a pretty good uh, grasp of that lady's abdomen. If I pull on her... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played tug-of-war with a dog, but uh, it won't be pretty. The bone always loses. Anders, I think you should do whatever your holy man strength thinks you should do. Well, I mean, I could stab it in the eye. That might let it make it let go. It is actually too far away for you to attack. Unless if they're grappled, they would be sharing the same square. Yes, they are where they are, unfortunately. Yeah, they, they are there. Okay, so he's just out of reach. Unless she could take control of the grapple, then move the crocodile to the boat so Anders could swing at it. Well, you are uh, aware that your friend had successfully cast a spell on it. The days. So maybe you could always wait. You can hold your action yeah. to at, like at a specific thing to either uh, say like when she starts to move, you can you pull her into the boat. Like and if, she, if she breaks free, or if the crocodile gets close, then you can attack. But you're, you're also gotta... waiting for a spot to open up beside you too. So you're waiting for that person to move. So you say, when there's a spot beside me, I'm going to pull her out. No, you can reach her from there. No, but then where does where does the ranger go? It'll be fine. Just throw on the boat. So I'm I'm doing a hold action. Or you can ready an action that if she breaks free, you're gonna pull her into the boat. I'm pulling pulling her in. Yeah. Okay. Or if the alligator comes closer, I can attack. Crocodile. Well, you can only <laughs> you can only sort of preset one yeah. move. You can't be like oh. if this happens, then this. Like, there's no there's no options or there's no or you can just hold your action and just wait for something to happen and then you say now i want to act my turn so i can just use my turn whenever basically I'm you move your you move in the initial or, or now what if down. it get all the way to my next turn do i get two turns nope. no oh then you've wasted an action and if you if you're waiting for something to happen and it doesn't you also waste that turn how do i but then you don't move the initiative order so i can't so if i hold my turn i can still decide what i want to do yes. whenever i want so yeah I, I guess the only thing i can do is hold 
Yeah. You're like, you you, it's, it's, until you're in a weird spot where you can't. Yeah, you're in a weird spot where you can reach her, but not the alligator. Right. So you can't break the grapple. But like you said, like um, there's not a specific rule for pulling a ranger out of the mouth of a crocodile. <laughs> but this is where I come in and I say yes, that would shred her to pieces. Right. Or at least do so I'm uh, just a like, dice worth of damage. I'm like holding my hand out and going, grab my hand and as soon as you can, pull, we'll get you in kind of idea. Yeah. Perfect. Right. So now the crocodiles will act. Um, the eternal battle between Akimbo and the <laughs> port side, formerly port side, crocodile continues. The crocodile is going to attempt to win the grapple game. So he's going to attempt to spin around and bite it at him. He rolls a one. Oh. <laughs> so this is amazing. So yeah, that crocodile gets nowhere. And now um, we have a situation where we have a dazed crocodile who can't do any actions. So he will release the ranger. Woo! And that crocodile loses its turn from the days. So now both crocodiles are finished. I pull her up. All right. So Anders is like pulling her up. She's like, oh, thank God. She's like very shaken. And yeah, she was just in a crocodile's mouth. So here. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Just, yeah. You throw half of her there. <laughs> <laughs> you just pick her up. Got any booze? Yeah. No, let's throw her back in. Too bad, chum. Yeah. Ah, double entendre. <laughs> and Gaston is now <laughs> at the very bottom of the river. What an idiot. His name is Undun Twalcat. <laughs> he's saying. <sighs> so he once again, he's still trying to get off his armor. For those that don't know, taking off heavy armor takes, what, 10 minutes? Donnie, what? No, yeah. putting it on takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Or I think it's 20 minutes for heavy armor. How long does it take to take off? Why is he even bothering then? Because <laughs> that is what, that's be, what's sinking him. He'd be fully yeah, strapped in. 10 minutes, he can't hold his breath for 10 minutes. I don't think it takes that long to take off, but it's, gonna, it's not going to be quick. Strings. Like, you would cut. But whatever. sometimes, in a moment, you don't make the best decision. Yeah. So he is quickly going down. He's at the bottom now, isn't he? Yeah. Is he just oh, he's, he's just hit the Why bottom. does he just walk to the goddamn shore? You'd have a better time doing that. Well, he just hit the bottom. Like, I've played Mario 64. <laughs> In Mario 64, you can turn to chrome, and when you turn to chrome, it lets you walk on the, on the Metal floor. Hat yeah. Mario. Metal actually. Hat Mario. Yeah. yeah. So if he had Metal Hat Mario, yeah. he could certainly do that. Yeah. As it is, he's going to have to do, to remove it, he said it's a full plate. Yeah. Uh, 1d4 plus 1 minutes. 1d4 plus 1 minutes? So that's five minutes. He's a dead man. <laughs> and he can hold his breath for, uh, what did I say? 28, <laughs> 28 rounds. rounds. But really, it's 14 rounds because he's trying to act during each one of those Times rounds. Six seconds. Uh, minutes, yeah. 24. Yeah. So it's not looking good. We we'll, don't know that, though. Well, we'll see what he does now that he's on the ground. I'm sure he is fine, friends. We must save everyone we can. Um, And now... It is the ranger's turn, dripping with blood and water. And she takes one mean look at that crocodile who just bit her, pulls out her bow, says, you're not even good enough to be an alligator. <laughs> takes wow. a shot. Throwing shade at the crocodile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a species. Shots fired. But really, though, as she shoots an arrow, and rolls a two, so she's still a little, <laughs> you know, 
She's got more, uh, yeah, more confidence in her words. Her, her, her bowstring's bow still wet. Yeah, exactly. There's a good one. Her bowstring's still wet. So after her is the wizard, and now she can cast Burning Hands. Yes, she can. Which I believe will not hit anyone else because it goes 15 feet. 15, that's it. Yep. Perfect. So the crocodile will roll a reflex save to see if it can dodge some of the flame being shot in a cone fashion at it. And he fails. So he will take the whole damage from the fire. So it's just a D4 damage for burning hands. And she gets all four of that damage on that croc. Teach you to bite my friend. And um, that particular crocodile, the one that just had her friend in its mouth, is looking quite rough now. Travis's turn. Well, this crocodile right near us is looking mighty, mighty hurt and also more dangerous right now because the Kimbo's not on this one. Let's shoot her again. Oh, just keep rolling. It looks a little uneven to me. That was a I, was, level. No, it landed close enough. I wanted to call it a crack dive. It's not. Seven. Seven is a meat. Yeah. So just arrow after arrow in the water as Travis checks his bowstring, wondering what is happening. There's too many people in the way. Well, actually, no, it's in combat with the guy behind. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the other boat captain is up and... Um, he sees that this crocodile is still aggressive, still angry, still hunting people. Painfully to him, take another swing at this crocodile. Does he do the thing where he's like, I'm sorry for this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just like kind of looks at it and he's just like, he's just pained to act. He's rolling rocks. So he hits. For six damage. Wow. A reluctant six damage. So, he's at zero. He's disabled. I believe it's differently abled. <laughs> Here's your parking pass. Yeah. Now it is Akimbo's turn. The mighty Akimbo. Yeah, he maintains that grapple. Barely maintains the grapple. He is a freaking Un machine, dude. Steve Irwin. Machine. Same kind of movement. And the same movement, but again, so further toward, two, yeah, he's three. trying to get him away and onto the shore. Yeah. Because they're only like probably five, maybe 10 feet from shore now. Yeah, they're basically like he he's standing up essentially at this point if he wants to, but he's really just rolling around with a crocodile somehow swimming it away from you guys. All those rocks that he's rolling he should be shoving sink. down the crocodile's mouth yeah. so he fills with rocks and the, rock, the yeah. crocodile sinks. He's been swimming in this, in this river his whole life. It ain't nothing for him. He was born in this river. It is now Crick's turn. Friends, I believe we must get to the shore. That crocodile looks close to dead. Finish it. I will wait. <laughs> you have no ranged attack, eh? None I wish to discard. Okay, so you are going to hold your turn. I am going to pass my turn. Okay. Straight up pass. I will hold for nothing. Hard pass. These people I have surrounded myself with are very powerful. Perhaps young girl, young girl Claire, what are you doing for this battle? No, Claire is like scared and like hiding in the corner. She has not been doing anything. She crawled into the sack and disappeared. Yeah, exactly. She Claire, is... you just stay behind all that, okay? You, you'll be fine. No. Um, I'm kind of been doing that the whole time, yes. thanks. Yes, and because of my leadership, you will continue to survive by huddling in that corner. Okay. Stay, stay close to Travington. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather listen to Travington. Yes, well, whatever works for you, you know? So now we have Bort's turn, 
and Bort was casting a spell. Interestingly enough, it was sleep. So it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so he's I like, I did that. Ooh. We'll roll a will save for the disabled crocodile. He fails his will save. So that crocodile is asleep for now. It is on top of the water and asleep for one minute. And then Bortville gets his turn. Yes. As I take ten minutes to bring up his character sheet, because <laughs> for some reason. I decided that a 12-person battle would be great for episode one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the easiest thing to do. Also, a water battle, like the most dangerous thing in Pathfinder. So, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I put you guys on the boat closest to the shore, all right? You know? I'm not all that evil, but you know, let me just say, these guys spend a lot of time on these characters for this podcast, probably more than they're used to taking. That being said, I have no qualms killing them. I have no problem. The story is the story. I'm not actively trying to kill them. Yes, lies I am are. just trying to make them scared for their life all the time. This is a very evil GM. We and must destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> if one dies, I maintain that fear. So Bort is unlike the Guarians. He has no love for animals. He was just getting bit by mosquitoes. He barely dodged the maw of the one that is currently sleeping. So he is going to move action, take out his sling, and whip it at this crocodile. Whip it good. And Bort hits. So it doesn't really, like, I'm still going to roll the D3 minus one (laughs) that Port gets (laughs) for his sling. (laughs) Oh, he crushes it, too. So he gets a two (laughs) max damage. How is it D3 minus one? I don't know. That's what the character sheet says. Just go with it. It's probably because, uh, let's see, his... Yeah, he's a small guy, and he probably doesn't have a lot of strength. Strength eight. So Bort is just like, take this thing! Whip! just whips a rock at it and it goes boink right on the crocodile's head but being in his emaciated state it is just enough for it to wake up for a second just to start dying as it drowns underwater like a quentin tarantino movie it's just a gout of blood just shoots up (laughs) from the the tiny (laughs) volcano of blood emerges from this crocodile very small rocks is there a sign outside my house that says dead alligator storage? <laughs> Apple. Dead crocodile. Crocodile! <laughs> so now it is the other crocodile's turn. And like, Crick, Crick is sitting there like, you know, like, uh, uh, fist under chin, like looking off into the distance like, hmm, yes. I yes. did good today. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly stroking the mask. Yeah. So the crocodile that Akimbo has attempts to swing around and reverse the grapple and fails again. So we go to... So (laughs) Anders, I will let you know that if you jump to the west towards the forest, your feet will hit the ground and you'll be above water. And then I can go charge in and... And you can grab the boat. Oh, pull everyone in. So you can jump here. Pull it in. Right, I will use my magnificent strength to not only leap over that person, but also to no, pull she's, yeah, Claire. She, you can easily, like, you can move through allied squares. Like, it's assumed, like, you're walking towards her, and she's like, eh. 
just moves to the side right. with her sack, and then you, yeah, you go. Oh, you, you don't have to magnificent leap over. strength to <laughs> pull a boat of seven people in into the shore, onto the shore. Okay, so you have one, two. You've moved ten feet. You can grab the boat, and you can move everyone another square towards shore. The whole thing is just kind of yeah, swing exactly, down exactly. The, with the current exactly. angle, right? And now the gondola carrying everyone that's not in the water is five feet from shore. And then that brings us to Gaston. <laughs> so Gaston is, no, you are the last person that should try to swim for Gaston. Not me, not me. Yeah. That boat captain should. I mean, yeah, you are a lawfully good person <laughs> who would want to save everyone, but not if, if I die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know that you have armor almost as heavy as his, and you saw just what happened to his, and you've been pulling people on the boat. You've been maintaining your love for people despite your bitter drunkenness and your hazes that you go through, but at heart, you're still a paladin. You are saving these people. You're doing good. Um... We will have Gaston move 10 feet because he is wearing heavy armor. 10 feet to the west. Yeah. Okay. It is slightly off center from the other shore, but. It's not wide enough where he's overly concerned. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he, he's never taken a moment to be like, oh, where am I? Oh, is it this way faster or is it this way faster? Let's get a measuring tape out. No, he's like, he saw yeah. where like all of his people are. And uh, he's, he's moving towards that. He had a lot of, had a lot of time while he was sinking. Just, yeah. just don't look around. No, he was like trying to take off his armor, and he's like, nope, this ain't happening. His feet hit the ground. Actually, he lands prone. Yeah, never mind. He stays right there. He lands prone. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that is Gaston's turn. We now have the ranger's turn. She's going to go, oh my god, Gaston! She's going to start swimming out towards Gaston. So she can move 15 if she successfully completes the swim check, which she does. Nails it. She is 15 feet closer. It is the wizard's turn who is going to do the same thing. Same thing. Yeah, she succeeds. 15 feet. Now that that crocodile is floating dead down the river. Travis. Um... I don't want to go in the water, so I'm going to move up onto land here and get within 30 feet of these guys and fire again. Oh, you're going to fire again at that yeah, truck, eh? I'm, yeah, All it's, right. I, this is the one I've hit before. Yeah. Off the table, natural two. Natural two ain't going to do. You're a right cracked shot there, ain't you, Travis? Well, hit it once. Look, there's an arrow right there. Yeah, one for five ain't bad. So the other captain dives straight down 60 feet towards Gaston. So he can move 30 feet on a successful swim check. He fails his swim check, so he tries to dive under the water and just doesn't get a good push. Akimbo, hero of this battle, mighty Akimbo, is going to do the same thing he keeps on doing. If the guy who can wrestle alligators can't find the princess, we're fucked. You know what he's going to do? He's going to release his grapple, and you see him say something to the crocodile, who I may have called an alligator ten times by now, depending on how this episode is edited. Um, And that's what you see. You see Akimbo release and say something to the crocodile. He's in league with them. (laughs) (laughs) Told you he's an inside job. It's Crick's turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to five-foot adjust to the very edge there. Oh, yeah. 
and reaching out, cast a spell against the crocodile. Okay. Uh, is make a will save. Okay. That's a failed will save. I don't even need to know what the number is, because a three is usually a fail. <laughs> yes, there's very much fail. Uh, he is now a dazed. This is a different crocodile that I cast on before, so yeah. he's now dazed for one turn. How many times can you cast dazed? As many times as I want. It's a cantrip, but Ooh. it only works on... Uh, uh, every. If I cast it on someone and they succeed or fail, it, it cannot do again for one more minute. So now we have Bort's turn, who just thinks he's the best for killing that crocodile with the volcano of blood and everything. <laughs> what can Bort do to help his friend? Bort can't really do anything to help his friend. Actually, Bort is going to grab his flask and hand it over to Anders. Be like, thanks, eh? You deserve this. Oh, thank God. Lifesaver, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I think we got it in hand, huh? Don't believe what the others were saying about you. I think you're great. <laughs> the crocodile's turn, who is dazed yes. and not going to do anything. And then it is Anders' turn. Right, so uh, I'm on the shore. So I figure I'll charge at the uh, crocodile that, for some reason, Akimbo has released. Boat's in the water. Are you going to pull the boat up? I thought I did. Uh, it's still five feet away. Oh. No. Yeah. yeah. You're you're on the shore, but the boat is not. Yeah. So I got to spend another turn? Yeah. I am in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> so those that don't know, <laughs> the one the one of the few times that um, Anders, also known as Mike, has played this game, we were deep into another campaign, also a novice, where they had found ancient technology and there was an elevator involved. And he had spent a lot of time in that elevator going up and down because this. Yeah. yeah, he had failing been, his fear checks. He kept failing his fear checks. And he <laughs> thought this game was crap. And then there was the grease puddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've had no love in this game so far. I pull the, the boat to the shore. All right. But I'm slightly less annoyed because I now have the booze from the halfling. Yeah, there you go. This boat. A, yeah. It's all right. You got the boat in one hand, the yes. flask in the other. Free action swing. Yeah. This actually yeah. is my goal right now, so I'm actually quite chuffed. I'm happy. Anders, this is very good. Thank you very much. You're saving us all. All in a day's work. Gaston stands up. He moves one square. So the ranger and the wizard were both going to swim down towards him. And they were this funny because they can't really do much, but that's just what they would do. They would just try to help. But really, like, they can't aid him in any way that would help him better than just walking along the floor of the river. If they've seen the movie Hook, they can give him air like the mermaids. <laughs> right? They could. Um, but, that's, uh, but that's what they'll do. They're worried for their friend, and that's what they do. Then it's Travis's turn. I'm going to hold my 10 because I've seen him kind of talk to... The crocodile, and I'm like, okay, I respect the forest a bit too. Um, can I roll any sort of check, like a knowledge check, to know what he might have done to it? Do you have the nature knowledge? I have, I have knowledge nature. Would this be something that I would have seen in the forest or warriors do before? Well, it's it's not unheard of for people to talk to animals. Okay. Yeah, and you're a ranger, right? Yeah. Do you have that ability? Uh, it's not talk with animals, no. It's, um, what's it called? 
will keep the game going, and you recognize it as speak with animals. Wild empathy. You have wild empathy? Yeah. Okay, so you empathize with the crocodile. <laughs> I can tell you that may or may not be useful as the game progresses. You can that's discern... Right. That's, of course it's useful. You can discern that the crocodile had shitty parents growing up. <laughs> he had a tough upbringing. He yeah. finished his cigarette, I offered him a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not his fault, you know, if you weigh all things. Akimbo is just going to walk up onto shore. And he is going to yell, he's like, do not shoot, do not do spell. He is, yeah, he understands, he understands. What kind of poppycock is that? If he understood, why the fuck was he biting us? It's okay, Anders, it's okay. Just leave him be now. It's a case of his mistaken identity. And um, these people of the forest have very strange customs, but we must respect them. Yeah, I think it's called being touched in the head. <laughs> Perhaps, yes. Your cultures have very different words for things than mine does, you see? So I don't know. I mean, I may be a raving lunatic that gets drunk in the woods, but I ain't talking to no crocodiles and turning my back on it. No, but you do fall face first into the gutters and then perhaps, <laughs> That's the point. perhaps drown. So I save you into your own hovel, which is very disgusting, I may add. Awesome. God damn you. <laughs> So Akimbo's waving his hands, being like, don't shoot, don't shoot. And he's, like, making a clear message that he does not want you to harm this crocodile. That God knows what it will do after it comes out of his days now. That brings us to Crick. I wish to survey what is happening. So you as, have... As leader of this fine group of perhaps seven or eight people now under my employ, I, I look around and take stock of my options. Yeah. It seems to be a very powerful group. Perhaps one man may, may die in the water. But my other employees, they will save him perhaps too. So mm -hmm. we shall see. So you have the ranger, the wizard, and the other boat captain all trying to do what they can for Gaston, who is still 30 feet away from the shore. You have Akimbo running back, who has gone south down the river, wrestling the crocodile away, yelling, don't shoot, don't shoot. You have Travis, who was just missing anyways, so you're not really worried about him. I stayed my hand. You have your faithful ally, Anders, who has pulled everyone onto the boat. and Valiantly now, saving us yeah, all. Yeah, and made sure the boat didn't float away, and somehow got drunk at the same time. Well, who else but a paladin would save three people's lives for fiddler's pay? <laughs> you have Bort not really knowing what to do, kind of hesitantly almost doing things. You have Claire, who just, as soon as that boat hit the shore, she just jumped on the land, and she's just kind of like rubbing her hands and thumbs together, like, oh God, oh God, and then taking a peek in the forest every now and then, because she's out of her element. Uh, surveying the excellent uh, group activities that I have caused... Uh, I turn back to the small halfling man, and I tell him, It's okay, young man. You must jump on the shore. Your friends will all be saved. I have done great, great job on this, and everyone will live. Don't worry. Okay, and then you don't move or anything? Uh, I put one leg up on the, the rail of the boat. <laughs> yeah, Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, and I, I give a bit of a Captain Morgan pose, and yeah. like, yeah, and then yeah, I, and I, I kind of just look out over top of like where they're all swimming down. I'm like, yes, swim to grab that man. <laughs> you will save him, for I say so. Yeah, all right. Continue to do things that you are doing. Keep saving that man. So um, Bort will act and take your word of advice. So, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, just maintain on the shore. Everything's good, everything's good. And then 
we are going to speed it up a bit. So the crocodile comes out of its daze, stares down Crick, who cast that day spell after decided with Akimbo to leave peacefully, but still leaves peacefully. And that, so as he's looking back, staring me down, I've got my Captain Morgan pose. Yeah. Big wooden mask. Yeah. So you can't actually see my eyes, but there's a gl- there's like glowing coming out, and I just I just stare him down as well. Yeah. <laughs> just a stare <laughs> down between animals. Yeah. As the crocodile slips under the water and finds the dark part in the middle to slip away, as crocodiles do. Then Gaston. He bites Gaston. Has <laughs> enough um, time. Air movement and yeah. air. Because he's going to move 10 feet a turn. He's technically lost a 12 rounds of breath. But with his 28 total that he started with, it would bring him up to 18 where he could stand his head above water. We save him. Yeah. And then everyone just gets to shore. Uh, as soon as the, um, the, the ranger woman gets back to shore the one that was bitten nearly in half yeah uh i'll I'll go put a reassuring hand it's okay woman (laughs) i i will save you from bleeding out to death and i want to cast cure light wounds on her nice it's like oh thank you very much is there paladin level two can you lay on hands (laughs) i do not give him consent to lay hands on me (laughs) Uh, for uh, six. I don't want to, anyways. I only touch myself. <laughs> How much does she heal? Six. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We are all in here to save the princess, and now that you are all under my employ, <laughs> we can do so as a unified group. What is a female wizard's name? We never got it. Oh, they never got it. We haven't talked to anybody yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. We technically don't. We know. I think we should do introductions now that we're one big happy family. I am the leader of our group of all. My name is Crick. That is all. Yes, I'm Anders. So the wizard, it was the ranger that got bit, but the wizard's name is like, oh, I'm like Essie. Essie. Like Essie. Yeah, but without the like, the like. Ah, yes. Um, and that's my friend, like Alicia. Like Alicia, why? Where? Well, yeah, like without the like. Is that like a, a, a knighthood? You put sir, except his like is a is a, is the knight around here? Like okay, like okay, Alicia, I've got it. While you guys are chattering, the two Guarian boat captains have a private conversation down the shore, and both give you guys a kind of evil look as they're talking. You know that. Something's going on. And to find out, you're going to have to listen to another episode. Ah, boo. Making us wait. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even get to swing my sword at anything. You're in an elevator. That's like the main thing you do. Just wait until I put you in a greasy elevator. (laughs) 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 (laughs)